You're listening to an eavesdrop podcast with Kaylee Nelly and Chen. Stay tuned for the following episode right here with the eaves. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hi, Nelly. Hey, Hi, Chen. Hi to our eight listeners. Oh, Welcome yeah. to the eavesdrop podcast. <laughs> My name's Kaylee. Yeah. I'm Chen Chen. I'm Nelly with a banana. Oh yeah, Nelly's putting banana on her face. Shanice is putting a silver glam glow, glam glow mask. I'm just wow. chilling. <laughs> and don't forget that banana got honey and turmeric. Honey this and turmeric. Yeah. Homemade face masks. Holla at Nelly if you want more info. <laughs> yeah, why? Because anybody can. Because anybody can. How are my eaves, eavesdroppers doing? Good. Living my best life. <laughs> I see that, girl. What was that? Nelly? Name? I said I'm dropping apples. I'm looking for Adam. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> Thanks for asking. How's work, y'all? I heard you went back the other day. Um, I went back, but I didn't actually go back. <laughs> I've, ba- <laughs> I've basically just been on standby. That's what you can call it. Pretty much. Pretty much. So I was stores going through a disinfecting thingy and they, every day they're like, the store is going to be ready and then it's not ready. So they just tell us to stay at home, which I'm not complaining about. This is not me complaining. <laughs> um, so I've just basically been on standby, yeah. Amazing. And they've been going out of the store. And I even mopped the floor. That was an experience. Ooh, guys, let me tell you. So obviously everybody wants to leave like at four o'clock on the dot. You can't leave until you have probably cleaned your counter. Yeah. So yeah, that lady, the one in, in front of the store in charge of sanitizing all the customers. He's in charge of cleaning like the, the front part of the passage, right? Yeah. Counter is about ten to three and I see a bucket of water and a mop and I'm like, Oh, somebody must have like left this for me. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, okay, let's well, start cleaning. And then she's like, no, that's my bucket, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, do you mind if I start like, like, no, sure, go for it. And you guys saw what shoes I was wearing, right? Yeah. And it's not like a normal mop. You know those, like, rectangle, long-ass mops that they used to clean, like, the, the industrial one? They don't give me the bucket that rings it out. I have to ring it out of my head. And then, like, struggling. It's like, it's like a movie scene. And she turns and she looks at me and like, do you know how to use a mop? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to like, use a mop. This one is big. She, she probably feels you're one of those apathy people who don't mop floors. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And to be honest, I'm spoiled because my mom bought one of those automatic buckets, you know, the bucket that if you, you ring out the mopping. Yeah, you just jerk off the mop and then, like, it rings it up. For you lack of a better up, word. I've got one too. Oh, I don't. I'm not that fancy. I still ring out the mop with my hands. I actually.
actually don't even use a mop. I I, I use my knees. I'm on my knees. Kaylee, it's 2020. No, it's you not that I don't have them. a mop. I just, I don't know. Those things are so filthy. Ew. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> no, it's a <laughs> Okay. 
Speaking of push-ups, what's happened in America? Yes. Crazy. America is in arms right now. I was just thinking about like the entire case and whatever, like the whole incident. And I was like, if it weren't for technology and people taking out their phones and video recording this type of thing, nothing would ever happen. You won't hear of it. It will just be your word against ours. Exactly. It's like even when we were having climax with like women abuse and everything I'm so sick of it because it's things that happen every day it just it's that one case that was captured in a certain way that escalated people and I'm just like I'm so frustrated with that with I don't know if I'm going to express this correctly with the marching and the like can shit just change already can people just get it into their head that like it's not okay Majority, but it's like it still falls on deaf ears almost. Yeah, 
Yeah. I actually, I mean, I saw the video, but I didn't understand. Uh, well, prior to today, I didn't understand how he got to that point where he was in police custody or whatever, you know? Like, I had to go back and read, because I don't know if this was said in, like, any of the, the reports or whatever, but um, he he was accused of using a counterfeit, like, $20 bill or something at a market or something like that, and then he got caught by police, and apparently he resisted arrest, which is which I don't believe at this point or whatever. And obviously that can't be the protocol for using a counterfeit ball, you know? You don't just end up like on the floor with a policeman on top of you for doing that. There has to be like some kind of process. So like my thing was also that it's not just like our police that are corrupt or that don't follow protocol or whatever. And it's really sad to see that um there's someone had to lose their life over it really yeah and it's the same thing with um i can't remember the the, the guy's name but the the dude that went running and the police just or the or some white people shot him like oh that. yes yes oh it was around the time that lock that the lockdown just started or whatever and this black guy went running in a he went for a run basically but in a predominantly white uh like neighborhood and stuff and someone had seen him and shot at him because they were saying that uh it was very like suspect of him to be in the area and they felt like he like they were in danger basically that's still not enough to shoot a person though regardless of what color they are even resisting arrest is no reason to shoot someone yeah dude i'm just shook hey no it's it's there are no words but it it is just unbelievable what is going on yeah like it's not fair when I initially saw the video, I didn't understand what was going on. Same. I just saw, obviously, I saw, what's his name? George? Yeah. Floyd. Yeah. Floyd. Yeah, the Floyd. I saw Floyd on the floor, and then I heard him saying that he can't breathe. He can't breathe, and then the... the police officer didn't move and in today on one of my WhatsApp I saw that um the, the police department or some official American police someone official is trying to blame it on him for not being oh, for not being I saw that too for not what yeah. he's for not, not for not being fit enough to to withstand being suffocated for that long oh yeah oh my god so basically they're trying to get the they're trying to use the autopsy report um in the police's favor by saying that um this guy floyd already had a pre-existing um asthmatic uh, condition or respiratory condition and basically what they're saying is that he was just not strong enough to withstand being strangled for nine minutes. So it's not the police's fault. It's his fault for not being able to withstand such um, 
pressure around his throat. The fact that someone would try to justify that is bold. Like, yeah. So wow. when you're setting these goals and getting your summer body ready, make sure that you work your neck to be strong enough to withstand, to withstand suffocation for eight minutes. Yeah. Do you know what's really sad is like in the article that I read, it was said that he lost consciousness around the two minute mark or the three minute mark. So what was the point in keeping yeah. in keeping pressure on this guy for eight minutes? Exactly. That's murder. That is murder. That, yeah, that's exactly. the way I see it. The fact that you sure. didn't move when you saw that he had lost consciousness at two minutes of you doing what you were doing. Wow. And that's the thing is that in America, mainly um, in like the Midwest countries, they are still predominantly running like white supremacy groups and things like that. So like your KKKs and stuff like that. And the problem is, is that now these people are coming into power in terms of like your police cops and officials and things like that. And they're using their position to run the streets. If that makes sense to like gain control of the people. And my, my thing is, is that why I get racism and whatever, but why isn't this background check being done as well? I was going to say that just that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think like it is being done, but I think the right amount of zeros in your bank account you can literally buy anything yeah that too i know a guy whose uncle um his uncle drives like trucks or whatever long distance and he ran one over or he got into an accident and then he fled the scene and came back to housing and then realized that his license plate had probably fallen off at the scene of the crime. And he drove back and then there was someone who appeared to be like a civilian there. It turns out it was like a cop, but he was um, off duty. And then the person was relaying to me that now they need to help their uncle with bribe money to make this go away. Yeah. So this is not like, this is not me getting stopped at a roadblock without a license. This is murder. You killed somebody and you can literally yeah. pay Jojo to make that shit disappear. Yep. Yeah. How and that's another thing. Nale? I said, like, how do you sleep? How do you live with yourself? Where's your conscience? Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. And the thing is, as well, that 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 specifically is another thing that actually came up today in someone's post was like a breakdown of um uh fund you know like how we have the finance address every february yeah mm-hmm. and an allocation of money goes everywhere in this specific state i think or in this specific part of america the police for specifically get 53 point something percent of the funds which means if they're getting paid six seven numbers for their salary mm-hmm. it, it 
it almost feels like it entitles them to do what they do because their job is to enforce the law and to protect us and X, Y, and Z, where it's actually just giving them a leg up to let them do whatever it is they want to do. For sure. Mm. It gives them a certain amount of power, for sure. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I feel like so there's always been an incident around this time of year um, where... Um, like someone has gotten shot or whatever for basically just going about their normal normal day. I think like last year, and I, I don't know what happened with this case, last year someone got shot for like reaching for like a brush or something and the police yeah. thought that he was reaching for a gun and just because you think that that's what, what was going to happen doesn't mean it was gonna happen and someone was basically just shot over that and i don't know what happened like with this case but with this case here that's currently happening that particular policeman was sentenced to jail yeah i don't know how you guys feel but i feel like a life for life basically yeah you know yeah like this policeman's probably gonna sit for like a couple of years to like you know pay pay off whatever but the reality is that he could go free and go about his life and someone had to lose their life over this and for me i don't yeah, think it's so. fair i don't think that it's enough no it definitely is not in the whole situation all of this anything regarding whatever it is whatever your color race whatever it is anything like this where a person's life is taken for no reason makes me so angry it's like this person honestly did nothing to you but you found it in your power and your right to strangle him and even if he did commit a crime it wasn't a crime bad enough to take a life yes punishment but not to die over yeah yeah i i also saw someone tweeted that um if it had been, it was a white guy who tweeted that if he and Floyd had been um, caught in the same situation, for Floyd it meant a death sentence and for him it would be a story that he would tell one day at a dinner party, like, you know, a policeman tried to suffocate me or whatever. Yeah. I generally don't, um, I wouldn't say a life for a life, but because it's been escalating and happening for so long, it has gotten to that point where it's not about, I would feel like it's not about justice anymore. People have been trying this for years, for years, peaceful protests. It's what I'm saying. Like, people have been protesting, you know, people have been signing petitions, people have been like tweeting, and I feel like now. People are, are going black, like um, not just black or like a, a black status or something. We've been people, we've been trying to do it like the right way, but it's just getting to that point where it's like a life for a life. And in our case, like um, gender-based violence or you know violence against any kind of sort of prejudice, like then also you. Like, what a wow, hey. In 2020, if I was an alien, 
looking down at this planet, I'd be like, these people don't know how to govern themselves. I'd be one of those, let's, let's just go in and, and, and rule over them because like this free will stuff is not, is not working for them. They, they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. And what's really sad is that I'm also seeing um, a lot of these posts and things about um, President Trump reinstating some kind of act. Um, I can't remember what act it's called, but it happened quite a while ago, like some years ago. But it was during the time of slavery. So now that, that bothers me. Because for me, owning a person is not okay. And slavery was not okay. So now, can you imagine if that act passes? What What is the like? What is What is this act supposed to do? I'm not sure. Um, I hadn't quite looked at it yet, but basically, it's um, I think it's called the 1807 Act. And this person um, on Twitter stated that it was an act that was abolished. Only 56, year, 56 years after slavery, which means that that act had taken place in in the, the time of history where slavery was still fine. So I'm starting to think, like, is that like a reinstation of slavery or um, claiming, like, black lives or what? I actually still want to go and read up about it. And I feel like, honestly, if the world was it's trying to be i do believe that there's still like good people and, and people still want the world to heal and whatever this could have come out to be a positive not that it wouldn't be a tragic loss or whatever but president trump could have come out and said like enough is enough you know um i don't know he has the power to really like change this into a positive if you get what i'm trying yeah, to say yeah. I think it is in the first the first time 
in all of history, the lights went out at the White House and they immediately moved him to the bunker. Like, why is that? Yeah. It's because there were protests and things outside of the White House because of his dumbass mind talking and telling people, oh, I'm going to threaten you with this and let's make America great again. Hmm. Well, America's obviously been run by a racist or white supremacist. Yeah. I saw when, um, when we were still in lockdown, like full on level five, he was on the news and did you guys see when he was making all those crazy statements like, yeah, so we're going to inject um, sanitizer, we're going to inject that and like, he He's confirming with a medical doctor that's like sitting to the right or the end of the stage, and he's like, "Yeah, so we start going to get a trial and sanitizer straight into like your bed." And that doctor's yeah. like, "What are you talking about?" And then he, when he was like talking about reopening America like economically, and he's like, "Yeah, I've got a matrix and a plan to reopen America." And then the news person is asking him, he's like, okay, so where's the matrix? And he's like, it's all in here. Right oh up here. Oh my gosh. You know what? I will take, it's an unfortunate situation either way, but I will take Jacob Zuma over Trump any day. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel the same. But just like what Shanice mentioned, like passing this law or whatever, it makes it sound as if he's he wants to move into like a dictatorship type of um role. Yes, yes. Wow. I saw the um the Trevor Noah show. It was like one of his comedy shows. He had come back to South Africa. And I think he did it at the Dome, and he touched on police brutality and violence in America. And he was basically just noting that majority of the violence does end up um, being like affecting African Americans. But he just finds that in general, American police are just trigger happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that. Yeah, I was like, that's so crazy. Like, how is that, like, the reality that, like, why are, I get it's a dangerous job, but, like, I saw a video of this guy being pulled over because he didn't indicate that he was going to turn. So he got pulled over, and the police officer walks to him with his gun already drawn out. In South Africa, that happens. You get pulled over. You just check it to see if you have a 20 red or a 50 red lying around. It's like, for that, I value the kind of corruption that we have. Yeah, that. for sure. My ass would be dead by now. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but that's also um, coming back onto that as well. Another case came out the same time this whole boy thing was happening about the woman walking her dog in the park. Uh, oh, yes. you guys yes. Dude, do you know that, Nale? Mm-mm. So this woman was walking her dog in Central Park in New white, York. White woman. A white woman 
walking her dog in Central Park and there's certain areas in the park where if you have your dog, it has to be on a leash, like it's a law for yeah. Central Park. And there was this black guy who's like an avid bird watcher was yeah. in that area of the park. And he noticed that this woman's dog was not on a leash. Um, so he just approached her and he's like, ma'am, your dog needs to be leashed. Like it's not safe. Um, for your dog to be unleashed in this area of the park. So she's like, do you want me to call the police and tell them that a black man is har- is harassing me? And he's filming this on his phone as well. And he's like, there's no need to call the police. X, Y, Z. So she's like, yeah, I'm going to call the police. And I'm going to tell them that this black man is harassing me and beating me and yeah. um, like terrorizing me. And, that would, and that's all it would have taken for someone to like... Mm. I saw actually Pumza posted um, a, a, a link on her status. It was also like Trevor Noah. He was commenting on that situation. I didn't get the context of what was happening, but he was basically saying in that moment that white lady knew what it means. Like she knew what it means to be white and call the police on a black person. She like she understood the kind of power she had she understood how a black person has a relationship with the police in america and how white person has a relationship with the police in america and i was like i I obviously didn't know that's what happened but i was like shook anyway the fact that like it was like if like these calls the cops on me and she knows that they're gonna kill me like no questions asked yeah like what you what what you were doing or what you were saying in in the situation does not matter one but if she calls and she says she's being threatened she feels like you are a threat to her life it's over for you whether you were doing something right wrong something at all just even looking at her funny yeah she, the fact that she blatantly mentioned race yeah already told me where her mind is and that's on white privilege unfortunately oh wow i think we have it bad enough we've already had like the shittiest year and now we still have to deal with stuff that goes on on a normal daily basis i mean as it is corona is a special situation but not only are we now contending with that we still have to now realize that the world still goes on whether there's a pandemic or not there's still abusive relationships there's still racism in this world there's still homophobic hate towards people like is it not bad enough that we're already in june and we're suffering because we can't leave our damn houses now we need to deal with this too it's crazy crazy that to us we're just like get real dude like there is like no, you don't. You have. You don't have any foundation for this kind of hatred, or um, I can't find the word. But you, you don't have a foundation for this kind of discrimination. Like it's pretty pretty. But there's people sitting there, like really stuck in their ways. Like this is the way I have supremacy because of my skin color, or I have supremacy because of my gender, or I have supremacy over you because of how many girls are in my bank account. It's so crazy, like, 
where's your humanity? Where, where do you think it's gonna like? Where do you expect you're gonna end up? Really? Yeah, yeah. It's also like it brings about the question that like you either racist or you're not. I I think so. Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard of um the this lady who was applying for the Miss South Africa pageant, the white lady. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh! Did so here's my, here's my thing about the situation. Okay, so she entered the competition yeah. this year. So they opened yeah. up applications this year, or whatever. This uh, this lady entered the competition, and someone had dug yeah. up, someone had dug up like stuff on her, um, like old tweets and posts and and memes and stuff that she had posted on Twitter and whatever. And they were all racist comments and remarks. Like they were all, all of them. Just, yeah, not even just like subtle, like oh, you it know, was, black people. Like she, she was digging into them. Yeah, all of these posts were like racial and whatever. So whoever found these, uh, retweeted them after they yeah. had heard that she, uh, she applied for the pageant and whatever. She comes onto Twitter saying that those posts were made when she was about thirteen or fourteen years old. And that basically it shouldn't matter that because she was younger and that's not who she is anymore. And my question is like, really, you used to be a racist is what you're trying to tell us. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, she can't, she can't believe that someone had the time to go and dig up all of these posts and whatever. And for me, it's like, I can't believe that you would actually post something like that. Publicly, yeah. And you know what the thing is, what's really great about that situation is that now with all these people banding together and like sharing her posts and all these things, she's now actually pulled out of Miss South Africa. Yeah, she withdrew her her application. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it happened like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's not old news, but it's not exactly new news yeah. either. My thing is like you can't come, like you can't come and say that you used to be racist. That how does that even work? That age doesn't mean like this is something you were taught at home. If you're saying I'm only thirteen or whatever, so at home they told you that like. Well, we're yeah. not born that's racist, that's for sure. Yes, I was just about to say that we aren't because, um, and I read such a brilliant quote this morning that Nelson Mandela made. He was saying that you don't grow up hating something. You grow up being taught to hate something. And it's much easier to go with the opposite, which is love, because love is what you are born with. So it's much easier to love than to hate, because hate you're taught to yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. So you can't just, yeah, you can't just come around and be like, oh, I used to be a racist. No, honey. 13, 14, compared to 18, is not a long time to just be like, oh, I'm so totally over being a racist and blah, 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 blah. If you grew up in that environment, let's just say it was her parents that were being like extremely racist and she learned it from that. If you are still living with your parents for the next four years, you are still a racist because you are in that environment. You're not making a change. 
not only that, not to be, like she doesn't sound remorseful or anything mm. like that. She's trying to justify it basically. That, you know, yeah, if you're really saying that like you were ill informed and, and young, at some point you would have gone back to Twitter and been like, Yo, I was such a shithead, I didn't realize you know, you would have just as much as you publicly announced that you are racist, you would have publicly announced that like, you know what? I was I was being small minded or whatever the case was. Exactly. She did she did come on and say and she said something to the effect of she prayed about the situation. She prayed about about the fact that she was that she made this um these racial remarks and stuff like that and she's um she's basically healed. She's fine and I'm like whoa. Exactly. I'm also glad she's healed. Never mind the people who were subjected to the racial comments, you know. You fine, that's great. How about the people you hurt? Yeah. yeah. Did you pray for them, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Oh, Kelly, are you drinking water? <laughs> this is like my third glass. I'm trying to get my water in today, girl. to go to spa for something but the queues were so long that yeah. um i basically she just wanted me to get like the paper with all the promos on and stuff like that when i got there the line for tops guys was insane like it like the line started like this and went right around the building i'm like wow and also <laughs> did you guys see all the videos of people dancing about yeah. <laughs> all the videos of the people who crashed their cars, people who like got shit drunk and like pooped themselves and vomited and like all that other stuff. No. Uh, and I don't want yeah, to see that. Ew. So no, I didn't and, and I wasn't going to stand in any queue to get any kind of alcohol. I'm okay. Like I'm fine. We order out because Uber Eats is now delivering alcohol. Oh, what did you order? No, I mean, we were thinking of it, um, of doing it. Because I also said to Trav, like, geez, it's been so long since I've had, like, my gin and tonic. It's been so long since we've had a bottle of wine. And not even, like, two hours later, Uber Eats sends an email. And they're like, we're delivering alcohol. So, like, maybe we should do that. I know take also, um, you can also order and they will deliver alcohol to you. Yeah. But, but I think it takes like seven days or something. I don't know. Mm. Well, I don't know. to buy alcohol, I also bought butternut soup and tomato soup and a packet of crisps and a donut oh. and. Okay. Oh, goodness. My mama calling me. Fine. <laughs> Is she at work today? Yep. That's why I'm recording in the lounge. Oh. 
I could li- I wouldn't say no to a glass of wine though. I wouldn't okay. mind one. I've got all kinds of wines that I've never tried before. How many bottles and... did you buy? Only four. Only four. Only. For one person. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Eavesdrop podcast. Don't forget to like and follow our podcast to check out our other episodes as we post every Wednesday. You can follow us on Instagram at eaves underscore drop underscore podcast or you can follow us personally and you can find our Instagram handles in our bio. Thank you again for tuning in and we'll see you next week.